if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Guess what? It is Christmas in July. One of my favorite seasons. Well, is it really a season? I think it is. I am a sucker for Hallmark movies. I love all of them. There's something about the magic that happens in those movies and the storylines. And I get it. They're repetitive. Somebody is, you know, finding love. They're getting the job. They're you know, moving to the city they wanted to, everything's lining up in their life and it's going fantastic. They learn a lesson and everything always ends positively. So how can you blame me for loving those things? And even though I know the plot, I watch them on repeat. And you're probably wondering right now, like, why am I talking about Christmas in July and Hallmark movies? I was thinking about it. What if we had like a self-love season or where we celebrated ourselves like this entire summer, maybe not even just July, even though my DVR is, you know, full right now of all those movies because they've run them all day. And it's like, I have to work. I can't sit there and watch movies while I'm working all day. So I, I watch them well into the later months of the summer. I guess that means August. Yeah. I'm watching movies and then I'm like, Oh yeah, they're coming again in December well, maybe even October, but I love the feeling they give. I love this feeling of just hope and positivity and like thinking that people can renew themselves and think differently and make these small changes in their life that just end up in these great things. And if you tuned into past episodes, that's what we talk about is being able to kind of dismiss your past in ways, right? We all grow and we build from past, but really building in this positive movement forward. And that's what Hallmark movies capture to me. So maybe that's why I love them. Like I said, I'm I'm a sucker. If I could live in a Hallmark town, I would. They always have tree lightings. They have, you know, carolers, chestnuts roasting on the sidewalk. Just always positive. Everybody's always happy. And even if you don't like Christmas, the sentiment behind it of always being in this good headspace and you know, encouraging others to be in their good headspace or being really positive and up on themselves, that is something that is magical within itself. When you can love yourself enough to help others love themselves and bring that joy, bring that out of them, that's the feeling I want. And Christmas in July is a great way to kind of think about or frame it, right? Because even if you don't celebrate Christmas, which is totally fine, you know, everybody do their own thing. But it's like you get the sentiment. You understand the what people associate with Christmas. It's the positivity, the joy, the surrounding of friends and family, holiday parties. You know, there's a lot of holiday celebrations going on. It seems like people almost go out of their way to do more socially. You know, if a holiday party's scheduled, you're like, okay, I'm going to dress up. I'm going to go. I'm going to participate in this white elephant or Christmas gift exchange or I'm going to you know, make an appearance here. Whereas on a normal day, you might be like, oh, life's in the way. 
you know, I could run this errand versus stopping at the happy hour after work or going out, oh, parking's going to be a mess. It's like for some whatever reason during that holiday season, those things shift slightly. You're willing to make a little extra effort. My whole thing about this holiday season or this feeling in July is let's apply that to ourselves and our self-love journeys. But first, I wanted to figure out where did Christmas in July even start? Well, I can tell you it started on July 24th in 1933 in North Carolina at a girls' camp. So that's what it was. It wasn't a marketing scheme. It was true, pure joy and wanting to bring joy to the girls attending this summer camp. So the root of it even is based in joy and wanting to bring fun to people. So think about it this way. Let's make it like a self-love spirit instead of holiday spirit. And it's actually planning different activities or celebrating yourself if you want to do things for yourself. But think about it like, you know, I'm going to set up a movie night at my house and do some really fun snacks that are out of the ordinary, right? So something a little different than you would do on a normal time and have your girlfriends over or your guy friends or whoever it is or family members, but bring them over for like this little fun summer gathering that's a little dressed up because you're doing something different with the snacks or a little more elevated or just a little something fun, right? You're spicing up an activity that maybe you would have been like, oh, yeah, we'll throw on some movies and pop some popcorn. So it's coming up with that little extra flair. And doing an activity like that and dressing it up a little, people will get a little more excited and be like, oh, my gosh, I really want to see what you're doing or I'm excited about that snack you're making or what can I bring? to do it and you're getting people invested and just re-energizing the interactions and spending time with others builds your self-love too, right? Because the more friends or the more interactions you have, you're learning more about yourself, you're learning more about them, you're investing all this time and building these relationships. And it's just a, I don't know, a mood boost. You might be smiling by the end of it. You know, you can do a, a fun gathering somewhere, set up a brunch, but maybe have everyone dress in a little theme, maybe not holiday sweaters, although that would be pretty awesome to walk past a brunch spot in July and see a bunch of, you know, ugly holiday sweaters out there. I would be down for that. So if anyone wants to organize that, I'm in. But maybe it's that you all wear pink. Again, pink's one of my favorite colors. So maybe on Wednesdays we wear pink. Maybe you do a pink happy hour and everybody's wearing pink on a Wednesday to go and celebrate. But come with like those fun little themes or maybe it's like a little gift giving session you know and it's not really necessarily you're going out and buying your friends gifts in the middle of the summer maybe it's you're writing them a card or you're making them something or you're exchanging photos say you all go through your social feeds you figure out what's that one photo of your friend group or a friend in your group if you're depending on how you're setting up this exchange, but you're pulling your favorite photo or or memory and you're putting it in a really cool frame. What if you all exchanged those frames? I mean, a frame on Etsy, not that much. So it's not like this, it's this huge expense. You can have a photo printed at CVS or Walgreens for cents. So it's something minimal investment, but it's a pretty cool thing because you're celebrating the friendship, you're celebrating the family relationship, whatever it is in that photo. You're celebrating that moment again where 
you all just connected. And it's going to bring a smile. And every time somebody looks at that photo, they're going to be reminded not only of the original memory that was so fun and memorable, but they're going to be reminded of the celebration of the memory. So you're bringing in this spirit of just joy and excitement and positive and, you know, really celebrating positive memories and positive experiences, which is what life is all about. It's the positivity. And another thing, so I'm one who likes to hide their arms. Yeah, let me repeat that again. I like to hide my arms. If I had to pick like the one body part that I didn't like, and I know people ask, and this is not self-love, so hand slap to me right now, like think that through. I, I know I'm going off here on a wrong tangent, but let me explain this. So I've always thought my arms don't look that great if I'm weighing more. I should say that when I am at my skinniest or that, sure, I will wear tank tops, but I also have a scar on my arm that is newer, probably in like the last six years newer. So it's not like I've had it forever, but for whatever reason, I want to hide my arms, even if it is a sunny, sunny day or like it is in Texas where it's in the hundred degrees. I used to, used to, this is where I'm redeeming myself right now. I used to wear a sweatshirt to go walking in hundred degree weather. Why? Because I didn't want people to see my arms or at work, I would wear long sleeves or I would wear, you know, longer short sleeves so things would be covered. And I don't know why, but I always feel like people would look at my arms and be like, oh, I didn't need to see that, which is a horrible thought. So this is where I'm talking about that, you know, self-love really comes into play because A, people aren't looking at your arms that much. And B, if they are caring about them, you don't need them in your life anyway. Unless they're telling you nice muscles. I mean, that's always a nice compliment, but still, we don't need that either, right? We're writing our own narratives, past podcast episode if you want to hear more about that, but you're writing your own narrative, and so you need to be confident in yourself. So the reason why I'm bringing this up in this whole self-love season and celebration is if you have a body part that you have been covering, like your arms or something where you try to hide attention, you know, like long, baggy sweaters or long t-shirts to hide like your stomach area or whatever that is, put on something that challenges you to start appreciating that. So in my case, it's wearing short sleeves when I'm walking, not this huge bulky sweatshirt in a hundred degree heat. You know, it's putting that on and walking out there in public with it. And it's actually really empowering. The minute you change into something that you don't feel like you're putting on as a blanket or hiding, you know, trying to hide from other people, it's very freeing. So one of your like self-care, self-love activities that maybe you don't do with others, but you do for yourself in your own personal self-love journey is mark a few days down in your calendar, whether it's July or August, this summer, the self-love celebration season that I'm creating right now, mark a few days down where you're going to challenge yourself to Wear something slightly different that makes you feel great about yourself because you're not hiding anymore and start training your brain to not think about, you know, that the part in the same way. So like for me, 
it's like my arms are actually pretty great. They help me move things around. They allow me to pick up extremely heavy boxes. When I do lift weights consistently, I can bench a lot of weight over 100 pounds. In high school, it got up pretty high for a while and to the fact where my shoulders started building so much that my shirt sleeves like, you know, peaked out because my shoulders were getting so broad. But it's like I was able to do all that. I could lift weights. I can lift boxes. I can write with my hands. I can move my arms. I can carry shopping bags. I can open doors. All these things we take for granted, that that piece of you that you were trying to hide is doing so much good. So I challenge you to add a few days to your calendar. And I think after the first few, I'm going to guess that you might be just doing it regularly. So a few days on that calendar of your social self-love activities should be to challenge yourself to drop the sweater, you know, remove the jacket, remove the baggy shirt, maybe belt your shirt to like create a waistline, whatever it is that you've been hiding from everyone. Try not hiding it. That's a fabulous self-care way and way to just celebrate yourself because the feeling you're going to have after you do that is going to feel so empowering and so good. And you're going to feel like I don't have to hide anymore. And when you go shopping, so many more options are going to be available to you because you're not always going to be looking for what can you, you know, what fits this? It's going to be like, what fits me in the way I'm built today and what makes me feel the best? And that's, that's something you can't get from anyone else. That's all the work you have to do to yourself. A few other ideas of what you can do in this self-love season. Schedule a spa day. Yeah, I mean, invest in yourself a little. Maybe you're not fully comfortable going to the spa and that's not your thing. Maybe schedule a pedicure with friends or, you know, schedule a day where you're doing yoga or you're meditating or you're trying a new boutique kind of workout place where they have all these extra things where I've heard like salt baths are really cool, which I do want to try one of those float things someday. So just think outside the box. Like, what is it that you've had on this list of yours out there? A self-love tactic that you've never tried, but you're like, one day, one day I'll go try that. Just like for me in this, you know, the salt baths or float, float, I think it's called. One day I would love to try that. And I really should put it on my calendar. So I've got a couple months because we're July and August. So I can get it on there and try it within those months. But it's just... Push yourself a little. Think of the thing that you haven't done. Another thing I really want to try is one of those IV bags, you know, where they give you like the boost of energy or whatever. It it seems, I don't know why, but it fascinates me when I see it done or hear about it. So it's, it's thinking of those little things that maybe is not a normal, something that maybe you wouldn't splurge on normally, but I'm encouraging you in the summer months to do it in the self love season. You know, our goal in these next couple months is to really figure out fun little ways to boost our self-love, boost our energy, boost our morale, create those smiles, and do a few things that are going to change how you view yourself, especially leading into winter and into the new year coming up. Oh my gosh, we're already talking new year, but think about it. We're already halfway through 2022. What is 2023 going to be? So start thinking about that in who you want to be when you enter 2030 and what experiences you want to try in 2022 before it's over and put those on your calendar. It's 
always the right time to try something new and expand. There is never a wrong time to try that. So go for it. Another fun idea is maybe set up like a game night. If you're into playing games and things, invite, I don't know, even neighbors over. Do people still do that where they invite neighbors? I feel like I've lived in apartments for so long. I mean, I might be able to recognize the ones that live right around me, but I don't have true like house neighbors <laughs> anymore. So if you still do that, invite them over or invite over that family member or friend but, or a mix. Introduce people to others and make those connections and just enjoy, like get into a moment and really enjoy it. When you're doing these extra special things where you're, you know, creating a better snack for the popcorn, something a little more unique, or you're dressing up in theme, going out to brunch, or you're, you know, showing off your arms when you've hid them for so many years, or you're just enjoying time with, you know, new people at these outings, disconnect. You've got to get off the phone, put it away, zip it in your purse, in your pocket, turn off any signals, you know, be present so you can truly just recharge. And yes, I get it. We want to post everything on social. So sure, pop it out for a few seconds. Like everybody, let's get our pictures now and then put it away again. And the reason why I say that is because if it's sitting on the table or it's really present around somewhere, you're going to check it. I mean, we're constantly checking our phones. I purposely do not have that phone tracker on where it counts like your screen time. No, I've never gone down that road. I am living in denial about that. And I'm totally honest about that. I don't want to see because I know that I would, I'd be probably appalled with how many hours I actually spend on that phone and specifically where I'm spending it. Like I know a majority of my screen time would show up in Instagram. Um, yeah, too much. So that's why I'm saying it because I am guilty of this. I will be at dinner with somebody. I have a friend that I love and that we go out once a month. So maybe her and I, even on one of these outings in July or August, we are going to figure out some way to elevate it. And I know she's tuning in, so she's going to hear me say this. And she knows I'm talking about her, I am sure. So we will connect offline to figure out what that is that we're going to do to elevate our experience instead of just meeting for dinner. And don't get me wrong, I value and love my time with her on a monthly basis. So it's not like, you know, it's not great, but wouldn't it be fun to do something a little extra special one of the times we get together this summer? So, but with her, I've been guilty. I've had that phone up on the table and I'm like, I catch myself flipping it almost like I don't realize I'm doing it. And then all of a sudden I do and I'm like, oh my gosh, what a horrible friend am I? Like here I am trying to be invested in her and yet I'm being distracted by people or notifications or things of people I've never even met who might be liking something on Instagram and I'm like oh this is horrible like what kind of a friend am I to be distracted by things that aren't even around me or nothing that is pressing it's not like emergencies are going on you know it is just other distractions and here I am driving to meet her somewhere like we both we don't live you know Texas is a big state we live in the Dallas Fort Worth area but it's still a drive I'm on one side she's on the other so it's not like it's five minutes and 
show up at our house. Now we have to like drive and connect somewhere in the middle usually, or, you know, we might go to each other's side. There's like an investment's already been made and here I am. Oh, what's going on elsewhere? No, the bad thing. So put the phones away, put away anything that's going to be that distraction, keeping you from really focusing on who you're with. Interactions are going to be more meaningful. You're going to feel more boosted. That energy that you're going to get or that recharge that you can't get from just being by yourself and taking a minute and breathing, it's a different kind of recharge. More of like filling a tank recharge where you get this, you know, mood boost and you're more excited and you're just smiling more and you're laughing and all these good benefits are happening from the smiling and laughing. So be in the moment, connect with your friends, with your with them, but do something extra special. Do it for yourself. Do it for somebody else. I, I'm a fan of writing cards, like handwritten notes. I love buying cards at the store or at good stationery. I always have them on hand and sending somebody a random note such a good pick-me-up. They're not expecting it. It's not really the holiday season. But if you treat it like the holiday season and you send thinking of you messages out, I mean, how many smiles on faces are going to be out there? And that's contagious. Maybe they're going to be inspired to write a message to somebody else. Or maybe they're going to write you back. Either way, like doing these little things that we do at the holiday time, these little extra touches or these little I don't know, like wow moments almost. Um, They just do so much. And we I feel like they always happen around the holiday season because people are thinking about it. Movies are going, songs are playing. Everybody's talking about this holiday season. And so it's almost like everybody just gets into that mode like, oh, we can do this. We're going to do this. But then the rest of the year, life takes over. And sure, we have holidays that we celebrate and other things, and I'm not discounting those, but that long-term season effect of, you know, like an entire month or a couple months with like Thanksgiving starting. It's like, we don't have that any other time of the year. That's why I'm suggesting we create the self-love season. You don't have to do anything super crazy, you know, just enjoy. But I can tell you, my self-love season, while I'm going to practice it, obviously July and August, that is our challenge. Start it now. But I also kind of do this starting in October. Told you I'm a Libra. I love celebrating my birthday. It's at the beginning of October. So it kicks off that entire month. Halloween is honestly my favorite holiday out of all of them. I just love Halloween. So I basically celebrate and elevate experiences pretty much from the beginning of October all the way through the new year. And then I'm like, life is starting over again. I've got to achieve goals. Here we are. It's a new year. You know, work gets crazy. All of a sudden you go on this lull from the holiday season and it's like work picks up and now I'm busy. You know, life, life is back to normal and I'm focused on, you know, go, 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 go. I'm not taking those moments to just truly appreciate and breathe. So that's why I'm saying like, let's, let's start it July, August. And then September, October, you can go back to running errands every day, just focusing on your daily grind, whatever that is that you have going on in your life, and then pick it back up in November. But it might just give you a little boost and a pep to get us through this, you know, the middle of the year or just past the middle of the year. So try it out. 
I'd love to hear, like, drop me a message on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. I'd love to hear what you come up with because, like I said, I like to practice this myself starting in October, but it's because selfishly my birthday's there. So that's kind of what gets me in the mood. But this July, August timeframe, like, I'd love to hear because since we're in July right now, I can maybe try or, you know, figure out ways to share on my social some of these things you're coming up with. Um, but I'd love to hear. Let's create a community about it. Let's start the self-love season. We're turning Christmas in, into July. We're switching it. It's now like your self-love season. So start treating it like that. Love to hear what you're doing. Get out there. Try new things. Everything you do is only helping your self-love grow. So thank you for tuning in and learning all about your self-love season. Catch me next week on the next episode of Love Yourself Inside Out, the podcast. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.